Hello, this is Chuck Self, Chief Investment Officer of iSectors. Welcome to the iSector Selection Podcast. Today, I will be interviewing Vern Sumnick, our Chief Executive Officer, uh, to talk about our new enhanced suite of models. How are you doing today, Vern? Very good. Just so, in case uh, people are new to iSectors, can you uh, just give us a minute or two on how iSectors got started? Sure. Um, we started iSectors actually as an investment solution for our wealth management uh, clients, for our financial planning clients, um, just being dissatisfied with some of the, um, the results we'd had from professional money managers indexing um, as we researched that more and more became uh, much more uh, we felt was much more appropriate. We used uh, ETFs because they were a cheaper way of approaching indexes and decided that uh, stock selection and paying money managers for that or time, timing was simply not producing results. And I'd done that for 20 years, and um, it was clear after that period of time and going back and researching that we were not getting results. So we decided the idea was to use the index-based ETFs, keep our costs down, increase our liquidity, and focus our money and our time and our attention on asset allocation. And that began iSectors. Well, and and Vern, uh, you may know that last year, even, even in 2018, with the stock market down, stock pickers still did not outperform the market. So uh, your research from way back then is still uh, true today. So how do you use iSector models in, in your business? Do you blend them with outside models? Do you bl- blend them with stocks or bonds? How, how do you use right, the iSector right, models uh, right, right. In, in your uh, in the subject and associate wealth management business? No, I mean, we we really use them and develop them. Um, like I said, for I've been doing this 20 years um, and trying the traditional approaches for asset allocation, due diligence on professional money managers, and uh, et cetera, and an honest look at it said that just like old uh, Modigliani and Miller and Sharp said, you know, uh, you're going to underperform equal to the cost of those managers. And pretty much I can tell you that is exactly what happened um, over that period. So we really developed the models in a way that I knew my clients wanted. I I knew what I needed to help my clients achieve their objectives. And so I created models, including liquid alternative models and some more dynamic models, um, uh, some static models, et cetera, fixed income models that I knew my clients needed to to, uh, achieve their objectives. We even have a model that's uh, all precious metals bullion. And um, that was all on purpose. So we actually now have 21 models. And often, though, it's necessary to blend those models to achieve the client's goals, right? So typically, I would not have a client all in equities. There's going to be a certain amount of fixed income or alternative investments in the client's portfolio. And depending on who that client is and, uh, you know, how I feel his 
attitude toward risk is. But for an example, if I have a client that has a 60-40 type retirement, you know, he's going into retirement, that's the kind of portfolio, a moderate risk portfolio. Um, I would blend some of our fixed income models, one or two or more. I would blend our equity models and also some, some satellite uh, models, liquid alternatives, or especially, you know, from my perspective, um, which I use in my own portfolio, our post-MPT growth model. And um, this blending of models is something that I think is very important um, for uh, achieving a client's goals, but it's not always so easy to communicate uh, to other advisors um, and explain, you know, how to use iSectors models more effectively. So that's what led to the creation of the enhanced models that sound it sounds like, uh, because my understanding is they have uh, a component that's equity, a component of fixed income, and then a uh, tactical liquid alternative components, and, and it's all, all in, all in uh, one. What, um, why, why, why these three? Uh, what, what is the advantages or, or, or the benefits of these three components compared to what okay. is available? in the marketplace. Right. So, it, you know, we've we tried often to explain and, and talk about uh, blending our models, and like I said, it's, it's, it's a difficult concept, I think, uh, because they have to, they're trying to understand the individual models, and then they're trying to understand, you know, how they can take, you know, look at our models, what which of our models they like, and how they... Uh, can take then other people's models and all these things, and so it became, con- I think, confusing for advisors. So I did, you know, honestly, I think, you know, we just looked at this seriously, and I just looked at it from the standpoint with our with our team to say, well, here's what I do for this really conservative client. Here's what I do for my, you know, moderate clients. Here's what I do right now for my you know, more aggressive clients. And we looked at that and just said, well, you know, the, the, the best thing we could do is why don't we just take and create these? Why don't we blend these models together so that it's easy for advisors to think in terms that they're used to thinking in, of, of target risk in a sense. Where is my client? What are, what are his objectives? How much risk is, is, you know, is my client, you know, is appropriate for my client and uh, yet, you know, that they need to take to achieve the retirement goals, for example. So we, we, we in effect, pre-blended them. So now we call them the enhanced models because we know that when we blend together, for example, our domestic equity, uh, which is a dividend-focused on, uh, you know, kind of a a portfolio of multinationals um, that have increased their dividends for many consecutive years. And that type of value, I guess, oriented dividend strategy on equities blends 
with an incredible synergy when we mix our post-MPT growth model together with it. And the, those two blend with an incredible synergy when we mix our laddered bonds, our short-term laddered bond strategy in combination. We call it our domestic uh, fixed strategy. And this is what I use mostly with my clients. So I have a, a static portion in the domestic equity and our domestic fixed and a dynamic portion with our or t- more tactical portion with our post-MPT growth. The combination has great synergies and we see it when we run proposals with this all the time. And so it's kind of where we we know these are sort of target-based models, but they're enhanced with the iSectors post-MPT growth strategy. Um, and the results are there. I mean, the results are there. The uh, returns, the risk-adjusted returns uh, in, you know, comparing it to the Morningstar um, averages for those uh, target-based uh, strategies that are appropriate um, are, are fantastic. Uh, and and you, we've really you've really made it we've we've made it really easy for advisors to just choose one of five different strategies: mm-hmm. aggressive growth, uh, balance, income, income, and conservative, um, in order to um, hit the the target risks that uh, the, the clients they may feel, have. Right, so so it, as far as using them. Uh, the, the advisors uh, are inter- if an advisor is interested in in using them, uh, given your experience with uh, these blended models, what's the best way for them to determine which model or models should uh, a client have? Right, I I think that um, they're I think they're very self evident. Um, first of all, which is good, like as, as you said, simple. It's, it's really quite simple. I think most advisors are, are used to the co- concept of, you know, this, this concept of targeting a client's risk with a diversified portfolio. Um, they're out, you know, these types of models have been out there. So the benefits, I think, are clear that it's easy for the advisors to understand, but also easy for the clients to understand. Um, they don't really... Ultimately, most of our clients, and I've found, you know, they don't really understand or maybe even necessarily want to know or want to understand all of the mechanical details of why we're doing what we're doing and how we're doing it. You know, we can sit all day and explain laddered bond portfolios, and it can be a complicated thing. Why are we using short-term laddered bonds at this point? why are we using a satellite allocation? You know, why do we focus on dividends and et cetera? Um, well, the clients don't really ultimately care. They trust the advisor to put them in the right place. The advisor has to understand this. It makes it simple for the advisor to digest and understand it. It makes it simple for the client to uh, understand this. And our team, our investment committee and analysts take care of carefully looking at all these ETFs and adjusting the portfolios, allocating all of these pieces of the portfolio. Well, it sounds very complicated, but we're doing it, right? I mean, and we've been doing it for 20, 10 years now, and they're all GIPS compliant, et cetera, you know, information. So, you know, you, you can be comfortable that we're, we're doing that well. You can focus on your client 
And, you know, as they always say, like, the client doesn't really care how much you know until he knows how much you care. And that's what the advisor needs to communicate. He needs to communicate how much he cares to his client. And uh, over time, he can slowly educate them more and more about their uh, portfolio. So I think the ease of use um, is one of the best uh, benefits of our enhanced models. And and so, and because we have these five different uh, strategies across the risk spectrum, all they have to do is uh, either with the questionnaire or, or some other device determine the risk profile of the client and then... Um, sure. I, I, we recommend, right? We recommend that they only that they just put the client fully into the uh, a model, uh, a, a right. model, not into a number of models or anything. Right. One model sh- will take care of right. their investment, uh, and we need. do see that um, sometimes, especially in four hundred one k plans, where the employees maybe aren't educated as well as they could be, and I'm sure advisors see this too, where the client will put money across a number of risks. Uh, targeted risk models. Well, obviously, you're just hurting your optimization, right? Your models are optimized for that level of risk, and if you spread it across a, a number of the uh, target risk models, you're 20% in income and 20% in conservative and 20% in balance and 20% in growth and 20%, you know, in aggressive. Um, you've kind of just messed up your. You're really just hurting yourself. You're as, you know, it, it seems too easy, but they're extraordinarily well diversified. We have to have over 2,400 different bonds in that portfolio. Um, we have to have, um, you know, well well over, you know, uh, uh, 500 stocks, stocks something yeah. in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a portfolio at any given, any given time. Because you remember, that we're allocating using indexes, so each index has many, many stocks. So diversification is, is you know, to say the least, you know, more than enough diversification in any one model to achieve the objectives uh, of diversification and, and be, risk reduction. There'll, there'll be plenty of line items as far as number of ETFs also in the portfolio, uh, in the portfolio and then even uh, under that, all the diversification. Sure. Diversification. And when a client gets their statements, they're going to see all the diversification. They'll see the, the you know all of the individual ETFs, and um, and. Uh, they will, I think, understand what uh, you know how sophisticated the investment that the advisor has uh, placed them in. And of course, when they get the results, I'm confident they will be uh, pleased with them. And you'll have a client for a long, long time. Well, thank you, Vern, for uh, discussing the new enhanced I sector enhanced models with us today. If you're a financial advisor, we invite you to uh, go to our website www.isectors.com. And look under the Asset Allocation Model tabs, and and you will see the enhanced uh, models and be able to get additional information from there. You could also contact us at 1-800-I-Sectors. That's 1-800-I-S-E-C-T-O-R-S. And and we can uh, discuss how we can uh, enhance your business and your clients' portfolios. If you're an individual listening to this webcast, you could again contact us at 1-800-I-Sectors and we'll put you in touch with a an advisor that uh, works with us. So again, thank you uh, thank you again Vern for being with us and this is the I-Sectors Selection Podcast. <music>